wrestling fans, denizens of He Nation, and members of the Weasel Collective, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall, no holds barred, no time limit. My name is Steve Anderson, and you're listening to Episode 5 of Weasel Tales. Let's call this a very special episode, because we will be talking about one of the more popular topics that I have seen come across my messages, and that is The Bobby Heenan Show, the four-week, call it a miniseries, call it a spinoff of primetime wrestling. It has gained a whole lot of infamy and would not hold up today. Let's just say that right away. Now, The Bobby Heenan Show, again, was a spinoff of primetime wrestling. Primetime Wrestling started in 1985 with Jack Reynolds and Jesse the Body Ventura. Soon after, though, we saw the pairing of Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. People to this day still see them as one of the great comic duos of all time. Up there with Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, and others. Seriously, these two played off each other perfectly. And they had such a deep love and affection for each other. It was hard to believe that on screen that Gorilla could not stand Bobby and would do anything he could to rid the WWF of the scourge that was Bobby the Brain Heenan. So primetime wrestling was actually a bit of an A-show. They would intersperse matches from various arenas, and then Bobby and Gorilla would talk about them and argue about who should have won, who should have lost, who cheated, who didn't, and that's just how the dynamic was, and it was absolutely spectacular. Now, starting in 1989, Roddy Piper had come back from his retirement at WrestleMania three. So Roddy Piper was away filming They Live, a classic, and I have multiple versions of it, up to the 4K, and Hell Comes to Frogtown. Not as well known, but still something you should see. See it to believe it. But Roddy was in a separate studio at Primetime Wrestling. They brought him in to be kind of the third wheel. And he and Bobby would banter back and forth. Again, just classic babyface, heel, confrontational type of dynamic. It was absolutely fantastic. So as time went along, Bobby found himself kind of the odd man out, as it were. Suddenly, you know, Roddy Piper had kind of taken over. What happened was, is that Primetime Wrestling, a two-hour show, became a 90-minute show. And that last half hour was devoted to perhaps one of the great spinoffs of our time, the Bobby Heenan Show. Absolutely something you have to see to believe. The first episode, let's do a little recap on it. I do have information on three out of the four. Now, I don't know if the fourth episode is a lost episode, if the tape was destroyed, but we will talk about it. But before we do that, let's talk about the cast. The cast 
consisted of the Rosati sisters, who served as escorts per se, bringing the guests out. Bobby would make his comments and insults. Now, remember, this was 1989. Political correctness had not yet entered the foray of television and the entertainment industry. If you're easily offended, I wouldn't suggest uh, watching them. Also in the cast was Lord Alfred Hayes, who served as the announcer. Now, I first saw Lord Alfred Hayes back in the 70s when he was managing the Super Destroyers. And one of the Destroyers was actually Bob Remus, a.k.a. Sergeant Slaughter. So what happened is that Super Destroyer Mark II had a match where if he lost, he'd have to lose the mask. Lost the match, lost the mask. So I believe it was the week after he came out without the mask, with Lord Alfred Hayes with him and Super Destroyer Mark I, and basically told Lord Alfred Hayes that he was no longer in need of his services, and he would now be managed by a returning Bobby the Brain Heenan. One of the few times you'll see a baby face pop for Bobby Heenan. The crowd went crazy for him, but soon after, you knew that Bobby Heenan was on the wrong side of professional wrestling. Bobby's first guest was Jameson, a very nerdy, unkempt, tape-over-the-bridge-of-the-glasses type of character. In the episode... Brain thought Jameson was the head of air traffic control at LaGuardia Airport, obviously endearing himself to that airport. Jameson would stay on as Bobby's permanent co-host. The second guests for Bobby the Brain were Penny and Coco, a mother and daughter comedy act. They were obviously anything but funny, and Bobby would react to their performance with yawning and insult. Uh, that was the first episode of the Bobby the Brain Heenan show. So after four episodes, he triumphantly returned. Now, not long after that, primetime wrestling changed formats. At first, it was very much a talk show, Jerry Springer type of environment with Vince McMahon and Bobby Heenan. While that format was short-lived, a particular note was the debut of Ric Flair and the WCW Big Gold World's Heavyweight Championship. They would go with a new format that was very much like a McLaughlin report with a roundtable discussion, baby faces on the left, heels on the right. Now, to close out, I want to read what Bobby had to say about the Bobby Heenan show. He said, the Bobby Heenan show was fun, but it was hard to do at first. There was no audience and no band. I was making fun of these people on the show, but there was no timing and no one laughing. It was like looking in the mirror and telling yourself jokes. It just wasn't funny. The Rosati sisters served as my oinkettes for the show. They were really sisters and longtime wrestling fans from around Poughkeepsie, New York. Vince liked them for some reason and always gave them front row seats. One night they were sitting in the front row of Madison Square Garden wearing pig snouts. 
I had Howard Finkel give me the microphone in front of 20,000 people. I said, be quiet for a minute. This is very important. I pointed to the Rosatis and their pig snouts. Look at these three. Look at their faces. Can you imagine that? They're actually wearing lipstick. Of course, I don't have the timing of Bobby Heenan, so forgive me for that. Bobby also talks about the failure of the show, if you could call it that. One of the few times I didn't work with Monsoon was when McMahon wanted me to do a half-hour program called The Bobby Heenan Show. It was basically a half-hour within the block that Prime Time had. I would have guests on the show, including Heather Hunter, who was a porn star. McMahon had Jim Troy go to the USA Network to make the deal, but the guy never went and did it. McMahon had a contract with USA for two hours of wrestling. The USA brass claimed that they weren't getting two hours of wrestling, but 90 minutes of wrestling and a half hour of the Bobby Heenan show. They were never talked to about it and never gave their okay. That was different programming in their eyes. We ended up doing only four episodes. So that is a look back on a brief bit of wrestling history when it comes to Bobby Heenan, the WWF, and the great primetime wrestling. I guess you had to see it to truly understand it. It wasn't live, but after the roundtable, it would become the live Monday Night Raw, which I think fans at the time were anxious to see. It was very new very unusual to have a live wrestling program. Now, at first, they alternated. One week would be live, one week would be taped, and they went back and forth like that for a while until WCW came along with Nitro, and then Vince really picked up the pace, and Raw became a two-hour live program every week, and now it's three hours, and we can discuss if that's too long or not long enough, but that's where we are today. And again, the genesis of all of it was Primetime Wrestling and the Bobby Heenan Show. I want to thank you again for spending time listening to me go on and on about Bobby Heenan, and trust me, I could go on and on and on, and I plan to continue doing that. So for now, my name is Steve Anderson, and again, I have had the pleasure of working with Bobby the Brain Heenan, and I will see you next week on another episode of Weasel Tales.